Hello and welcome to the Green Business Podcast, a show about climate entrepreneurs and their exciting businesses. I am your host Bharti for these weekly conversations about scaling up a climate-driven business. My guest today is Manikandan, founder of Evologia Eco Care. Evologia is replacing single-use plastic cutlery with high-quality biodegradable products made from agri-waste. Its products are approved by US FDA and are sold all over the world. Welcome to the show, Mani. Great to have you here. Uh, thank you, Bharti. Uh, thank you very much for hosting me in this show. So, let's start with your journey, Mani. Uh, you are a second-time entrepreneur. Tell us what it was like to close your first venture to start Evologia. Did you feel anxious? Uh, did you feel like going back to your job? How did your family and team respond? Oh, uh, yeah. So before I became a second time entrepreneur, I mean, even before my first startup, I was basically an employee. I was working for about 20 years in uh, corporate multinationals as a IT engineer. So I left my software job and became an entrepreneur about uh, five years back. So as you told, uh, my first venture, we had to uh, close it down and uh, that was about uh, making tender coconuts accessible to the people actually. So basically, I am from agricultural background. So when I decided to get into entrepreneurship, I wanted to do something related to agri and we chose uh, Tenko Foods as uh, the correct choice because we thought the tender coconuts is a good food and uh, that is a very unorganized market. So we can get into it. But a couple of mistakes we did, uh, which we learned over the course of our journey with Tenko. And one of them is entry barrier. And um, entry barrier in the sense, uh, there was no way to stop the competition copying us and then um, in coming uh, overnight actually as a new entrant into the uh, market. The second thing was uh, margins were very thin. So in a, in a product that is actually perishable, with the thin margins, uh, we were actually finding it very, very difficult to uh, maintain the margin. So a couple of these things added, we uh, decided that, okay, that was not a, a venture that is sustainable in terms of finance. So we decided to close it down. Uh, but once an entrepreneur, you are always an entrepreneur. So our second startup was born uh, out of the first startup. What happened was in Tenko, along with the tender coconuts, we were also supplying straws. So then we realized, okay, so plastic straws are the most uh, commonly used straws, but in spite of the ban and the uh, push to replace single-use plastic, plastic was still used so much only because there was not enough viable alternatives available. Even though the customers were willing to move out, they were not able to find suitable alternatives. Then we decided, why don't we get into that market, and which is anyway related to agriculture also. Um, so, uh, after two years, we decided to launch uh, Evlogia EcoCare with a mission to launch single-use cutlery, uh, starting with straws made out of fallen dried coconut leaves. Actually. And I never decided to go back to my job because once you get into entrepreneurship, of course, uh, success is uh, one measure with respect to the uh, money. But there are so many other things that uh, we started to enjoy in terms of uh, entrepreneurship actually. So that is everyday learning, complete new experience, a lot of uh, networks, so much of responsibility and uh, uh, taking care of a business with the end-to-end responsibility whereas in a job we will just focus on a single function. So once you kind of uh, get into this kind of mode, it's very difficult to go back to job. So I never wanted to go back to job till date. 
anxiety yeah has been there on and off uh, that is because our first startup kind of it was a failure so the fear of failure is always there and uh, entrepreneurship is hardship so every day is a new day some days will be very good most of the days will be really bad so whenever there is a bad day you really need a lot of support and sometimes when you are really uh, demotivated you will have anxiety but uh, fortunately i have a full support from my family and the family family support has been tremendous and because of which uh, we are uh, running with uh, full energy okay so that's fantastic money uh, can you uh, now talk a little bit about the product development process so how long did it take you to develop the machines and what kind of effort went into standardizing the process yeah so when we decided to launch a product uh, the first thing we did was the uh, market research actually so we knew we are launching a product which is going to replace plastic and then our research showed the most common plastic alternative that is being used is a paper so we decided to do a comparison study against the features and functionalities of a paper cutlery starting with paper straws we noticed the paper straws have lot of problems with respect to shelf and functional life paper straws won't function well in liquids for more than few minutes and also to retain the shelf uh, to re- to bring uh, hydrophobic or water resistant uh, property they are still adding external wax in many of the cases which is again a petroleum wax so we decided to launch a product which is totally organic completely biodegradable we will not use any external wax or external uh, chemical processing and we wanted to resolve all the issues of paper straws that is a shelf life and functional life so it took about 2 years for us to kind of uh, uh, move the product from a lab product to a industrial product actually so as a laboratory product it was existing even when uh, we started actually but ma- making it to a industrial grade product that can be kind of manufactured in large scale with the required quality and the quantity parameters was a challenge so it took about 2 years for us to kind of reach that stage in fact there is a journey that we are still mm-hmm. continuing we involved consultants and uh, a special purpose machine uh, specialists who kind of uh, be roped in to bring in the machineries to bring in the uh, production design process and everything actually so basically after 2 years we started with 150 straws a day and now we have reached 10000 straws a day it took 2 years for us to reach this uh, stage we are still working on to make it uh, 1 lakh straws a day actually so we hope to uh, achieve that target in next one year and we are still working towards it so every day is a new learning uh, it has been very very um, enjoy i mean experience that we are really enjoying there is a lot of work we do with respect to automation machineries mechanical uh, and uh, machine development okay so i understand that you are employing women in your factory uh, so can you elaborate on how many jobs are created per factory and what kind of incomes your vendors can hope to earn so we have one uh, factory right now in uh, bangalore we wanted to make at least 3 by now but because of the pandemic situation we were forced to kind of go little slow so we have one factory which is employing 15 uh, direct full time women actually so these women on an average they earn about uh, 10000 rupees uh, per month as their salary 
and uh, we give them a very secure job environment and most of these women are uh, living uh, in a area in the area just around our uh, production unit so they go to lunch or they sometimes we even allow them to bring their kids to a factory to a kind of uh, spend some time in the factory actually so it's a kind of a very homely environment for them so they are they have a very peaceful and uh, secure job and many of them were earlier worked in garment factories or worked, worked as uh, uh, servant or servant maids in households actually which was uh, either it was a very tedious work or it was not a very uh, consistent or a secure job there was no job guarantee so even during pandemic uh, we were running our factory uh, in uh, full uh, full fledged production so what happened is many of these women they became breadwinners for last one year so either their husbands or brothers or, uh, or the sons whoever were uh, the male Uh, parts of their family who were main earning members lost their job but these people were continuing to work and then they were very happy they were very vocal about uh, the support provided by Eulogia to them and they are very uh, very happy to that actually apart from that we as i told uh, we engaged agricultural laborers from rural environment who are having seasonal work these agricultural laborers will not have a uh, work throughout the year so they have this uh, seasonal work and the inconsistency in uh, income generation uh, opportunities so now we engage them as raw material suppliers throughout the year so they do their regular job whenever they have agricultural work they go and uh, other than that whenever they have a time half day or whenever they don't have work full day or weekend they collect raw material for us and send to us in a way they are kind of getting a augmented income it kind of also balances their uh, inconsistency in their uh, regular agricultural work and they are able to uh, get about 150 to 200 rupees uh, per day by supplying raw material to us right now we have engaged with uh, three uh, farms so overall about uh, 20 to 25 uh, farm laborers are uh, working with us as our raw material suppliers this is for the 10000 straws we are producing in uh, one unit we have plans to make 10 units making 1 uh, lakh uh, straws which means both our direct and indirect employment will be multiplied by 10 times so in a year from now we will have one, 150 direct women working with us uh, as full time employees plus another 200 to 300 agricultural laborers who will be attached to us either through ngos or women self help groups to supply raw material and to earn additional uh, income from the rural areas yeah that's quite significant money congratulations on that uh coming back to the product so what i have seen is uh, organic products or biodegradable cutlery uh, whether made from bagas or any other uh, you know any other organic product uh, they don't perform as well as plastics and and that is one of the reason for these products not taking off so so talking about your straws how do they compare with plastics both in terms of functionality as well as price Uh, so uh, with respect to plastic uh, the functionality will be almost on par of our straw because we can roll them in uh, different sizes and they have a much much longer shelf life as well as the functional life so with respect to the uh, uh, functionality i would say we are uh, on par with the plastic and most importantly we are the only plastic alternative straws other than plastics for themselves uh, to have a tetra pack version so we can make a straw which has the piercing capability which is very similar to plastic tetra pack straws that can be used with a tetra pack carton no other plastic alternative including uh, paper can do that actually uh, now coming to the main challenge uh, for us is the price and of course uh, uh, compared to other plastic alternatives like bamboo or hay we are definitely much better actually 
because bamboo and hay they already come in tubular form so they come in standard sizes but we are rolling them to uh, into the tube form so we can roll them to different diameters and different lengths so we can bring into the size variation that's like paper or plastic straws can do it but other organic or biodegradable straws cannot do it we are the only organic straw that can be made with a uh, size variations and we are the only plastic alternative straw that can function as the tetrapack straw now the main challenge we see compared to plastic is the price uh, our price is definitely significantly higher than plastic because plastic is done with a very very cheap raw material and in the production process that is very highly automated uh, for us uh, that kind of cheap raw material uh, of course our raw material is uh, cheap or zero cost but there is a there is a logistics cost involved labor involved in collecting sorting cleaning so definitely that cost us a lot plus uh, the production process cannot be automated as much as the uh, plastic we are working on to automate to the maximum possible limits but still it will be definitely much lesser than the uh, production process of uh, plastic straw automation because of these reasons uh, our uh, products like any other organic product will be significantly costlier than uh, plastic so that is one challenge especially in uh, cost conscious uh, markets we are facing but uh, that is changing fast with the with the knowledge and with the kind of awareness that is raising uh, against this thing uh, use plastic so we hope uh, it, uh, as the days go by the cost challenges cannot be a showstopper for us and then uh, that will not be a hindrance for us to kind of uh, increase our sales survey yeah and also as you move from 10000 straws per day to a lakh straws per day i'm sure your transport and packaging and all the other costs can be decreased too right yeah the volume the volume of scale should help us in optimizing our production cost yeah definitely okay and uh, uh, who are your early adopters and uh, do you see demand coming from swiggy zomatos and other online delivery platforms so our early adopters are developed economies like uh, north america europe australia uh, where uh, the both the people as well as the government are uh, businesses actually are more sensitive and responsive to climate challenges and uh, uh, the india made product when we export to them the cost also is not a that big a deal for them actually in developing economies like uh, india of course as of now cost is a challenge so there are adapters but still uh, there is lot of uh, lot of demand for a low cost uh, alternatives so paper is the most prevailing alternative in countries like india including platforms like swiggy and zomato but i feel uh, uh, i feel uh, this challenge that uh, we are uh, seeing from cheap alternatives uh, which are not actually totally eco friendly will 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 be will fade away very soon actually so because what happens is uh, the awareness is increasing there are many products which are deceiving people saying that, uh, that they are a healthy alternative whereas they are not actually healthy actually. for example uh there are there is uh, bioplastics many bioplastics are having a reduced form of plastics but uh, they get some certificate from somewhere and then saying that we are plastic alternative it takes some time to for people to realize the uh, the kind of hazardness or the harm even those uh, so called alternatives are uh, creating actually so it's a matter of time with more regulations against those kind of products which are not actually uh, true to the claims that the manufacturers are making Uh, i think those things will get resolved in uh, in very soon in a couple of years and then uh, yeah everybody including swiggy somato everybody i think should be able to adapt a much better eco friendly alternatives like our product yeah that that's good to know and uh, last year has been uh, you know uh, an unprecedented year where the restaurant business has also suffered a great deal 
how were your business volumes impacted and do you think uh, the there is a change in attitude towards plastic due to covid and does that impact your business yes yeah, so we definitely had a, a impact uh, due to covid so the entire hospitality industry was shut in many many developed economies it is still shut actually or it is opened in a very reduced scale so definitely our sales and cash flow for the last one year got impacted but we utilized this time uh, in automating and then to improving the quality and quantity which was a need of our before covid we were always having a pressure in supplying actually so we had a lot of demand more than our supply ability so we were kind of always on our uh, on our heel to kind of meet the demand we did not have enough time to focus on automation or quality or quantity improvement fortunately this last one year that pressure was uh, naturally got uh, removed so we focused on automating and quality and quantity improvement which i think uh, we have achieved uh, to uh, quite a significant uh, level of uh, what we intended in terms of automation and quality quantity improvement so that way that way it was a positive uh, end for us the the period of the pandemic and uh, yeah so after covid the single use cutlery generally not just us the demand for single use cutlery has increased a lot because people don't want to use uh, reusable cutlery and definitely they don't want to use uh, plastic anymore uh, so the the health consciousness and the consciousness towards the uh, towards using eco friendly products and hygienic products especially in public places really increased multifolded so the demand for single use cutlery is on the rise so 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 does the demand for straws so the post covid market will be definitely a much better one for us okay and are you diversifying into new products as well yes of course so we have already uh, started uh, working on uh, another variant of straw uh, for a cost sensitive market actually so that is a straw made out of uh, wild grass or the reeds actually the reeds that are growing uh, naturally Uh, but they are actually unwanted they are basically agricultural waste so we are uh, already in thailand they are doing so we are trying to we found that kind of raw material is available in india and that can be kind of a, a cheaper alternative for domestic market so we started uh, making uh, those products uh, so we are in a early stage of developing the product itself plus uh, for the coffee cups and lids also we are targeting first we have already made a uh, minimum viable product for the lid for the existing paper cups supplied by uh, uh, Starbucks or cafe cafe day and those kind of things so they use paper cup with a plastic lid so for their existing paper cups we have come up with a organic lid made out of areca sheet uh, so that prototype is made we have sent to our potential customers for their study and feedback and we are doing a research in uh, making the cup itself actually uh, coffee cups from agricultural waste like banana stem that is in a early research stage so once uh, there is a solution developed we will launch that product also so basically uh, we are uh, we are in a mission to launch a series of uh, single use cutlery products everything will be completely organic and made out of locally available agricultural waste right uh, money you mentioned that there were learnings from your first ventures Uh, you know, you you realized that uh, the product was not differentiated and profitability margins were thin. So, how are you ensuring that in your second inning? So, the in the second product, actually, what we decided is, as I told you, the number one is the uh, entry barrier. So, we made sure uh, the entry barrier is quite strong here. People cannot be copied because we have put a lot of effort in. Uh, developing uh, the whole process machinery automation and everything so what we have done is we have patented the entire process machinery automation everything 
so people cannot uh, copy it uh, uh, so that is the way that way we have created the mc barrier and uh, with respect to uh, volume what we have noted is we found a product that has a why uh, that has a lot of market demand in the current scenario and the global market acceptability actually and uh, by making it in india and exporting it to worldwide we also made sure uh, the uh, margins are good enough for us to make it as a sustainable business and the third thing i noticed which again uh, was a cause of failure in our first startup was the uh, cash flow actually so the credit lines we give to our uh, uh, our, uh, our customers actually so many customers they buy the products in credit and the payments don't happen on time so startups don't have too much of bank balance so when the products you supply you don't get the money for it your cash flow gets affected and the startup itself is completely uh, completely going going into a disastrous way unless it is a well funded and having a lot of a deep pocket so we made sure that uh, for our products in evlogia we made sure we are supplying only against the 100% credit so 100% advance payment and then only products will be dispensed so we have also made sure that we don't have these uh, payment uh, follow up and then cash flow issues so i think uh, these are the things uh, which we learned in our first startup and then made sure that we are not repeating them in the current startup yeah i'm sure uh, before you go money do you have any parting thoughts anything you you would like to tell our listeners uh, Yes, yes, absolutely. So, uh, for the listeners, whoever uh, is an aspiring entrepreneur uh, or whoever want to get into uh, this uh, eco-friendly or green business, it's the right time now. Actually, of course, a couple of learnings that I would like to share is try to be uh, lean as much as possible. Of course, uh, the success stories of many big startups like uh, uh, Oyo or Swiggy. are very attractive but they they were they are a well funded startup so they have a huge fund backing so they can get into a lot of uh, uh, aggressive sales aggressive discounts and those kind of things but for a new startups i would uh, suggest to kind of stay away until you your bank balance or you have a strong investor backing so try to stay lean uh, stay focused on your product uh, differentiation factors of product and then acceptability of the product in the market Okay you have been an awesome guest money thank you so much for your time thank you very much thank you bar bye thank you for listening to the green business podcast for free resources and materials head over to findtrain.com thank you so much